Here's a message from Ken Lavica. We can't even go to sleep in peace without a blockbuster trade happening. Now Kevin Durant's in Phoenix. What the hell is happening? Stone LeBanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Is this real what you just sent me, Stone? Is this a real thing you just sent me? This is wild. Trash for trash. Are you sure? Like, is Utah Jazz know it's a thing? I mean, they have a check mark, but they paid eight dollars for it in Elon's world and Elon's Twitter. So like, then the choice is yours, then. All right, let me let me just read it. <laughs> let me just read it because everything has gone absolutely insane with the NBA trade deadline just a couple hours away. At Utah Jazz Notes, don't know what it is. It was in Stone's algorithm. I trust him because there's a lot of things in Stone's algorithm, and they generally are. Well, you know what? I don't trust it, but still, <laughs> I'm gonna read it. Because why the hell not? I didn't think when I woke up, when I saw with through bleary eyes that Kevin Durant was a Phoenix Sun, that that was real. And that was actually, that turned out to be real. Mm -hmm. The Utah Jazz and Brooklyn Nets have had exploratory talks on a potential deal centered around a Russell Westbrook for Ben Simmons swap. Why? Like, why? Who gets better? (sighs) Like, why? Can't you just wait for the Jazz to, like, release Russell Westbrook? Like, who, who's trading for Russ now? Who's doing that? Stop it. Just wait for Russ to get released. Stop it. And if you're Ben Simmons and you were supposed to be the missing piece of the big three that played 16 games together, and now you're all alone in that locker room, as now Cam Thomas and Spencer Dinwiddie are the leaders of that locker room, how are you feeling right now? I mean, probably feeling pretty good. Have you seen that new model he or that new mo- that model he's dating? His new his new uh, arm piece, Jeanette. Negative. Oh, is she good? Oof. I mean, I've seen her. Boy, don't know her name, don't know where she's from, but I've seen her. Please look her up because I do want to send out a photo of her in a non in the most non creepy way imaginable. Respectfully, respectfully having people stalk her photos on social media. Is yes. it on his Instagram? Uh, no, I think it was a TMZ uh, related or a Pop Sugar related photo. So it's not really that serious if it's not on his. No, Instagram. but they're they're they've been seen out together. They've been seen out together. Um, Kevin Durant is a Phoenix son. The NBA trade deadline is as insane as you thought it would be and more. I honestly thought we had maxed out at Kyrie to the Mavs. I thought for sure because the last couple of days you've been hearing, oh, the Nets are going to hang on to Kevin Durant. The Nets are going to hang on to Kevin Durant. The Nets are going to hang on to Kevin Durant. I thought when I woke up this morning, I woke up around, oh, I don't know, like 5.30 or so, and uh, I sort of, I rubbed my eyes a little bit, and I got on Twitter, and I actually didn't see it. Immediately, all I saw, I woke up to Heat fans complaining. And that's like every morning. So I wasn't that, it's not like I was surprised by anything. Heat fans are always complaining. Oh, just another another night nearing the trade deadline of Pat Riley unable to make a move and Heat fans complaining about it because they're spoiled. And many of them are being spoiled right now. Wine, complain, What are the standards in these for a decade? But but then I finally stumbled on it. It was the Woj tweet. 
And Woj has been big. What a bounce back this year. Dropping bombs. Woj, Woj has outworked Shams. I mean, that dude got in the lab, and he's come out the other side a new man, a changed man. He took last year personally. He, he definitely did. Like. He's like, uh-uh, Shams, I'm the OG. Uh-huh. Step back. Hashtag Jordan meme. Know your place. Uh-huh. <laughs> and and so, so I saw the Woj tweet. Uh, the Phoenix Suns finalizing a deal with the Brooklyn Nets for Kevin Durant. And I thought... I, I looked for I I looked for like the period in the middle of the uh, of the the Twitter avatar like it was a a, a bull bleep name like I was being I was being uh, pranked I was being fooled someone got me you know what you I got almost ball got sacked. you got ball I sacked. thought I was getting ball sacked but no <laughs> it was real because I clicked on the profile and that was definitely Woj and it was definitely Kevin Durant going to Phoenix holy hell man I mean holy hell think about this too. And this was my first thought after, after I said to myself, holy hell. And then my wife's like, what, are you okay? And I'm like, Kevin Durant just got traded to Phoenix. Um, Do you remember when the Minnesota Timberwolves, and at the time, didn't I say it, Stone? It was the single worst trade in NBA history. It was the single Dumbest trade in NBA history. The Timberwolves had one good year where they got into the playoffs and then they acted like they won the championship after getting in through the play-in to get to the actual first round of the postseason. Pat Bev is on the scores table and Carl Anthony Towns is looking on in appreciation in front of the tunnel and receiving the adulation. That these people, these Timberwolves, they started getting reckless. They started getting reckless. Here's the deal, in case you forgot it, in July. The Jazz sent Rudy Gobert to the Timberwolves in exchange for Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, Jared Vanderbilt, Leandro Balmero, the draft rights to the number 22 pick, and the Timberwolves unprotected 2023, 2025, 2027 first-round picks, the 2029 first-round pick, and the right to swap first-rounders in 2026. All of those picks, in case you're scoring at home, that's seven picks and five players for Rudy Gobert. And remember how leading up to that, Kevin Durant had requested a trade, and then all of a sudden that blew everything up, right? Because what the Timberwolves gave up for freaking Rudy Gobert, (laughs) there is no way you could possibly quantify any deal in any universe, in any dream that could be concocted to go get the greatest pure scorer in the NBA, Kevin Durant. It wasn't going to happen. So the Timberwolves not only... (laughs) not only torpedoed their franchise, but they also ruined the rest of the offseason. And the Heat were kept from making a serious run at Kevin Durant. Any team was made. It, it, It impossible to go get Kevin Durant. Now you fast forward. The Rudy Gobert trade is a distant memory. Kevin Durant apparently went to the Nets again after Kyrie got traded and said, hey guys, I just, I don't want to be here. This ain't for me. I don't want to be here. The Nets... They knew that they weren't going to survive this latest trade request, so it was best to just get what they could get. And the Phoenix Suns, with a new owner, decided, you know what? Let's go get him. Let's go get him. Kevin Durant sought out, sought out Phoenix, wanted Phoenix. So now, Kevin Durant's going to Phoenix. The Suns, 
sending back Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, four first-round picks, and a 2028 pick swap for Durant and T.J. Warren. And you know what? If you're the Suns, that's a lot. You basically have six guys on your roster now. (laughs) You're down to six guys on your roster now. But you have Kevin Durant. That's as blockbuster as it gets right there. Oh, well, for sure. That's as blockbuster as it gets right there. But it also means that all three players from the Brooklyn Nets Big Three are gone after having accomplished nothing. Nada. Not a single solitary thing. Not a single thing. Not one. It's really sad, too, because it was made for headlines. Steve Nash. Head coach, Kyrie, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant. It's supposed to be like... James Harden, who James you forget, Harden. which feels oh like gosh, 10 yeah. years ago. It was like... That's probably why I forgot to say his name. Uh-huh, because it happened last year. And it, like, failing pieces everywhere in the worst way possible. Everywhere. Up in flames, bye-bye. You traded James Harden, Kevin Durant, Kyrie. You received Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian <laughs> Finney-Smith. Mikael Bridges, Jay Crowder, Cam Johnson, and seven first-round picks. But you do. So if you're the Nets, you've got Cam Thomas and Spencer Dinwiddie and Ben Simmons right now. <laughs> Good times for everybody. Don't forget Jay Crowder. Uh, Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder. Well, I will. So we can make fun of it, but Jay Crowder would look pretty good in a Heat uniform right about now. You're damn right. He would look pretty good in a Heat uniform right about now. But I can't. As a, a, and there's separate discussions to be had about who the favorite in the West is now. Does Kevin Durant make the Suns the favorite? Um, are the Mavs the favorite? Uh, what can other teams do before the deadline this afternoon to counter these moves? But I think the overriding storyline of all of this is how catastrophic a failure the Brooklyn Nets were and are. I mean, what an absolute, (laughs) devastatingly embarrassing failure on the part of the Brooklyn Nets. What an unfortunate franchise. And think about it, too. Since they moved from New Jersey and went to Brooklyn, they've had everything. They've had a Russian oligarch owner, okay, with unlimited, allegedly, dirty money that you can just pour into the franchise, right? Freaking Jay-Z is a part of the ownership team, right? You have Jay-Z involved in this. You go and you try to make an immediate splash, and you pair Darren Williams and Joe Johnson with Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce and Jason Kidd as their coach, and what does that get you? Beatdowns. Postseason beatdowns. And it drives Kevin Garnett from the sport. That, that was the first failure. So then... You're like, hey, you know what? Let's go ahead and, 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 and uh, fire this back up. All right, let's get this, this new collection of amazing talent. Hey, James Harden, former MVP, come on down. Come on to Brooklyn. Let's go. Kyrie, you want to change the scenery? You want to get out from the cesspool that is the Boston Celtics? You need out. It's just not going well. The fans have turned against you. You don't like that city. Come on to Brooklyn. Come with your boy, James. Let's go. Wait a minute. KD. You're done with Draymond's bull bleep in Oakland. You're injured. You want a place to come rehab, and then you guys can ramp up into this title contender, this superpower. Come on, let's go. And what did that get the Nets? A triumphant 16 games. Woo! Awesome. And not even (laughs) close to a single ring to show for it. The closest... That the Nets, in fact, came to glory 
was a three-pointer that would have beaten the Bucks and closed out a series and instead toe on the line. Bucks stay alive. Bucks win game. Nets get eliminated. Nets never sniff anything close to a championship ever again. You got swept the following year. Uh-huh. Flat out swept by Kyrie's old team. Gasp. <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets are such failures, such underachievers. I mean, just such failures, especially this latest go-around. But if you don't believe me, why don't you take it from Tim Legler on ESPN on SportsCenter this morning? Tim Legler, when it comes to the Brooklyn Nets and this latest big three, this Durant, this Harden, this Irving marriage that collapsed into Hindenburg-like flames, here's, here's Tim Legler on this disaster. No, I haven't. And, and, and now you look at this, Grainy, and I think we're talking about something that's going to go down. I think it's not just maybe the, the greatest underachievement in the history of the NBA. This is one of the greatest underachievements in the history of team sports. Because when they put these three guys together, that should have been guaranteed titles. I think it was the greatest collection of offensive talent ever assembled at the top of one roster when all three guys were there. And the reason that I felt that way about the Nets last week was because I think this was the best stretch Kyrie Irving had as a net. He looked bought in. He looked engaged. The Nets had run off at one point 18 out of 20 when Durant was still playing. So you're thinking, well, get him back, and they're going to be right there in the mix with those top three in the East. The one thing, though, that you, they overestimated was guys' willingness to buy in for the long haul and be committed to be in the foxhole together no matter what. And they, they made a huge overestimation there. They had a gamble that didn't pay off. And now you look up, and yeah, they got a lot back in return, but they are now left without a single star. And they started this entire experiment with three of the biggest stars in the game and three of the best offensive players this league has ever seen. And now you end up with one playoff series win to show for it three and a half years later. It's really absolutely incredible. By the way, going back to what we were discussing yesterday with LeBron and his legacy. And again, I, because it's in my blood, it's what I was raised with. I, I have a hard time coming off of MJ as the GOAT. That said, I am certainly willing to be open to discussion because LeBron, there is a mutant. There's nobody like him. Uh, he can score in the most variety of ways of anybody in the history of the NBA. And now it's reflected as him the leading scorer of all time. And... Jeanette, you were saying, hey, this dude cheated, though. He had the big three. He had the big three. He went to, and, and he had the big three, and he mm -hmm. cheated that way, and that was garbage. Think about it, though. That's the only true big three that has, unless you want to count the one fleeting title for the Celtics with KD and with Paul Pierce and with Ray Allen that LeBron and company then vanquished multiple times. They were getting old. This was the, this was the true only big three that, that worked. It's hard. It's hard. It's really, really hard to make something like that work. And you can have, like, the Heat two championships or, like, KD going to the Warriors and have multiple championships, or you can have an embarrassment like the Nets times two. It's hard. And I think that's a point in LeBron's favor. Wouldn't you say the Golden State Warriors had a big three, too? They did. They did. It was home yeah. homegrown. No, none of those were acquired well, KD, trade. Once KD, but once KD got there, that wasn't homegrown. Yeah, at that point it was not. But. No, but he joined after. They had already Thompson, won a title. Yeah, they had yeah, already yeah. won Thompson, a title. Curry, and Draymond. Right. That one was homegrown, yeah. So I guess he made Fair it a point, big four. <laughs> he absolutely did. He made that a, a, a big four. But that's what I'm saying is, to even further that, though, to come together in the free agency era from scratch. Like, the Warriors wasn't from scratch. They welcomed KD in with open arms. And so, but but that this from scratch big three, and I guess you could argue 
Well, I guess you could wade with the Heat and Paul Pierce was already with the Celtics. It's difficult, though, to make this thing work. The Heat picked three together for four years. They won titles half of that time. Celtics can't boast that, right? They, they, they can't. The Nets, an abject disaster. That was an absolute crap show. So, again, I just think it's another point in LeBron's favor when we're talking about the argument that he's the GOAT. That said, there's no doubt the Nets, what a failure coming out of Like, this is an all-timer. I, I can't think, I can't think of another sports instance that would usurp, that would surpass the Brooklyn Nets and this disaster of Harden, Kyrie, and KD. And it's almost like it was entirely predictable. Because what's some of the knock on these three guys? Yeah, they can ball. They can all ball. But from a personality standpoint, mm. couldn't you see that maybe, just maybe, this might have been a little bit too uh, too clashy? These three coming together with a coaching staff, with a front office, couldn't you see that maybe, just maybe, that this wasn't going to work, KD? Loves to go troll on social media, sensitive of all people say about him. Mm-hmm. Kyrie always looking for the newest free thought that he can put out there to the masses on Twitch. And then James Harden, who's always looking for the next strip club he can walk into. Maybe, just maybe, these personalities weren't going to mesh, and they did it anyway. And they threw Steve Nash to the wolves to say, all right, brother, first coaching job. Enjoy. Not only that, but you're going to throw them into the New York market, yeah, who, right. which is absolutely notorious and breaking down. Not even that. These three guys, they love to be in a city. They love to enjoy the city. And they all, and all three of them like to act like they're victims. Exactly. So it was just a beautiful well, you're picking on me. formula yep. for disaster. But I think it was hard to predict this. <laughs> well, I, did, up- I predicted more than 16 games. It was hard to predict how unbelievable. 16 games, yes, but... Not hard to predict that it, every, it would fail. That, exactly. But like the beautiful in, image, it's not as bright as everybody thought it would be. In historic fashion, it's the first team in NBA history to start a season with two All-Stars and then have those two All-Stars not be on the team by the end of the season. Like, it's historic what they're doing or what they've done, I and guess. And those All-Stars, it's not like they're just run-of-the-mill, fill up the They're MVP sheet. caliber These players. MVP caliber players who combined for three championships in their <laughs> career, right? Who are still arguably in their prime, right? Like KD. Prime, Absolutely. Kyrie, prime. So you add it to that, too, and I know that that's not a tangible thing, but that is the reality of it. The Nets, I mean, it's a failure through and through. Tim Legler said it. It might be the biggest underachievement in sports history. Forget the NBA, in sports history. Because, it, look, when you're talking underachievers in the NBA, the year that, that the Lakers had Kobe and Carl Malone and... Uh, uh, everybody thought they were going to run rub sh- and Shaq, and they were just going to roll their way to the championship, and all of a sudden they get bombed out by the Pistons in the finals. At least the Lakers made it to the finals, but that was an underachievement. You had a, a certifiable all-star team with Hall of Famers all over the place on that team, and they couldn't get the job done, and they get beaten by the upstart, full team experience, no one guy, no one dude Detroit Pistons, right? But this, this is a different level. Like, this is bury it. And hope that it never comes back again. You know, back in the you know back in the old days when people believed in vampires, and maybe you still do. Maybe I'm breaking I news to you. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, when, I want to go to Transylvania. When when people explained away things like oh vampires are are coming and they're going to eat your children 
and people would bury them, and then they would, but they would bury them um, face first, and then put a spike on the top of the casket. So when the vampire woke up, it would just stake them through the heart and finish the job, and the vampire would never leave the casket. That's what you need to do to the Brooklyn Nets and this whole big three here. You need to put a spike in the casket and kill the vampire that is so that it never rears its ugly head again and and it never gives the Nets any sort of semblance of idea that they should go this route again. What an abject failure. But let me ask you, let me ask you, maybe there's a failure or a, a an underachiever in sports that has surpassed the Nets or at least is a close number two to you. Who or what is the biggest failure or underachiever in sports? This could be in the past. This could be in the present. To you, who or what is the biggest failure or underachiever in sports? Because I am having a hard time picking out anything or anyone that surpasses the Brooklyn Nets or the trio of Durant, Harden, Irving in this saga. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776, and tweeted us at KLV1063. Kevin Durant has completed the trifecta. He's the last net to leave town. He's now on the Phoenix Suns, in case you missed it overnight, and it happened at like 1.30 in the morning. So there's a good chance, right, that, that us coming on the show here at noon and saying, oh, Kevin Durant, he's a Phoenix Sun, that might be the first time some people are actually hearing uh, of that. And, no, it's real. Good morning. It's very Kevin real. Kevin Durant is on the Phoenix Suns. But James Harden, now with the 76ers. Kyrie Irving, he is now with the Dallas Mavericks. Kevin Durant, now a Phoenix Sun. The big three of the Nets, they accounted for nothing. And now they're all gone. Who or what is the biggest failure underachiever in sports? 888-760-3776. Ken Levick alive on a Thursday here on ESPN 106.3. Free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And at John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, off of the really kind of muggy and uncomfortable intracoastal. Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights, Radio Life Partner, runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. And the Dominican Queen, Jeanette Javier, in her throne on this Thursday. So I know I threw a lot at you guys. Mm-hmm. And you would agree, Jeanette, that the Nets are, that's a big old basketball fart. Not good. Right there. No bueno. Um, where are you going with this? When you think failure, when you think underachiever in sports, where does your brain go to? So I got one from like the big three leagues. Okay. Uh, one NFL, Matt Ryan, specifically 2017 Super Bowl. Oh boy. With that Atlanta Falcons, the incredible meme of losing to Tom Brady and the Patriots when they were up 28-3. So the so so Matt Ryan's going to shoulder the load of the Falcons disaster, the collapse, 28 to three in the Super Bowl. It's just his, like, I feel bad for him, like, that whole career. He was the face of that team. Exactly. So I went that route. And then for baseball, I went kind of petty here. The Angels. Not being able to do anything That's with Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. They are. They are. And they still have time to not be failures, per se. But they're already in the underachiever But category. you have two of those studs. Totally. Especially Otani. And they haven't won a division since 2014. Right. And it's not even that they're not in the playoffs. It's that they're not even close to being playoff contenders Not with even those division champs. Like, are you yeah. kidding me? Like, not even close. And he's on a 12-year, $426.5 million contract? That's a good one. I like that a lot. And I- then, anytime I have a ability... To say Dwight Howard and failure, you know I'm going to milk it. Now he does have a ring. 2009. What? Not with the right key. It was a bubble ring. No. 
Exactly. The only time I will discredit the bubble room <laughs> championship. We've seen how the Lakers have been since the 2009 bubble. finals. The Orlando Magic beat LeBron James and the Cavaliers for mm-hmm. the Eastern Conference Championship. Mm-hmm. I have the front page of the Orlando Sentinel of Stan Van Gundy hugging Dwight Howard. And it's going to be hanging up in my new apartment. Okay? In, in simpler times. There has not been a bigger failure than the, the Dwight Howard supposedly was going to be this hero for the Orlando Magic. They won the first game in the finals and then were absolutely swept Well, let me by Kobe you, and though, the Lakers. Rest in peace. In the pantheon of Orlando sports, though. Don't say it. Who's a bigger underachiever? I guess figuratively and literally. Dwight Howard? Because he, he never really got the Magic back to a point where they could even sniff a title. Or Shaq. Shaq had Penny. They had that entire core, Nick Anderson, Horace Grant, that entire thing. And he failed to win a championship. In fact, he got swept out of the finals. Is Shaq a bigger Orlando sports underachiever than Dwight Howard? Because I would argue that was primed and ready to win. No, because Shaq I like just left. And didn't create so much organizational drama. Didn't throw Orlando under the rug. He was just like, I don't like it here. Deuce. Bye. And actually cemented his legacy by going off with the Lakers. And putting the or- the yellow and purple with his name. But like Dwight Howard, he left the Orlando Magic because he wanted to do something better. Just got injured. Did absolutely nothing with his life. And, that's and now it. he's on a, uh, a fake military training show. Yeah. Right? What's the name of that show, Stone? Ooh, um, I don't know the name, but you can find it on any of the streaming apps. But I'll, I'll find the name find for you. Find the name of that show because he's on it with Britney Spears' sister. Jamie Lynn and, Spears. And Scary Spice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mel B. What and, are we doing? And what, Danny, um, it's a great show. What are we doing on television? Danny Amendola's uh, on it? He'll get me to watch it. He looks great. I mean, he's a little I, shorter than I thought. I mean, he and always does. not one to speak here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, a <laughs> good, there's a good list of celebrities on there. And Dwight Howard is failing right now. Um, to you, who or what is the biggest failure underachiever in sports? I thought that, that Jeanette dropping the Angels, that's a perfect one. That's in the underachiever category. The Nets are definitely in the failure category. This, this last three years of Brooklyn Nets, total failure. Total failure. One of the biggest we've ever seen. Angels, total underachiever. I love that. I think that is spectacular. She also says Dwight Howard, underachiever. Couldn't realize full expectations on Orlando. Uh-uh. To hell with you. Bye. You failed. You underachieved. To you, who or what's the biggest failure underachiever in sports? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Twitter is open. At KLV 1063. Let's start off on the phones with Nana Crystal. What's up, Nana Crystal? I have to tell you guys that uh, the Nets are only disappointing because most of America had some really sad off base expectations. Mm. You guys did not look at Kevin Durant, James Harden, nor Kyrie Irving. With clear eyeglasses. That's you all had rose-colored glasses on. Uh-huh. I posted right after they were brought over there. I posted on Instagram, this is not going to work. <laughs> None of these people are leaders. Not one of them. It wasn't going to work, so I had no expectation. So I was not disappointed. Nana Crystal, I got to say that in retrospect... In retrospect, looking back, you are 1,000% right that we should have known from the onset, and I mentioned the personalities 
We should have. We got caught up in, well, of course these guys can just make it work because they're so talented. They have skill. Yes, they have the skill. But no leadership. But their personality, their actual person, they don't have what it takes. They don't have that it, the non-tangible that you need to lead a team to a championship. They don't have it. Nana Crystal, that is absolutely spot on and appreciate the call as always. I mean, she's right. Mm-hmm. She is right. And still, and I know you love Kyrie. And still, and I know you love KD. Oh, yeah. And I don't know how you feel about James Harden, per se. Are you, is he your boy, too? I mean, that's my boy right there. Stone loves free throws. What can you say? That's my boy. Um, that's why he doesn't like the 90s basketball so Right, much. right. Because he loves just watching people go to the free throw line 47 yeah. times a game. Big guys aren't good at free throws. Uh, 90s sucked. I don't know. Free throws. Um, but <laughs> but the none of these guys are guys that can be the guy on a team that are going to influence a locker room positively. And I think that the Kevin Durant now, we've seen more than enough of a sample size to realize that that's, and that's fine that that's not him. That's fine that that's not him. Whether it was in Oklahoma City, though, where got into a power struggle with Russ and with James Harden, and then KD going to Golden State, what drove him out? That was Draymond Green's locker room, right? And so that wasn't going to work. And then KD goes to Brooklyn, expected to be a leader. <laughs> 16 games, and now he's out. And now he's going to go to a place with the ultimate leader, right? In CP3. I, I do think this CP3 marriage with Kevin Durant, and this is absolutely going to help him to get KD back on track. And having Devin Booker as a running mate as well, this is going to be helpful because this is what KD needs. He needs a locker room cocoon. And now he has it again. A cocoon so he can just grow out and yeah, be a, right. a beautiful butterfly. Right. KD, KD is going gonna, is gonna to crawl in there right now. And he's one of those, those hairy but, uh, caterpillars, right? And he's a little, he's, he's green. They move and, awkwardly. Yeah, yeah. He's just sort of, oh, because he has the injured knee. So he's going to sort of amble. He's, he's exactly. going to have that silky thing that he spins around him, uh, the, the chrysalis, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, and then he's going to sit in there and CP3, uh, after the all-star break, once he gets on the floor, is going to start feeding him dimes. He's going to get bigger, and he's going to get stronger, and he's going to start growing wings. Making leadership and right. positive things. Right, and then, and then Devin Booker, he's going to drive and kick to mm. KD. Uh, KD's going to be able to, to feed D. Book on the wing, let him penetrate to the bucket, and then the wings are going to grow further and further. And then KD is going to, is going to, 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 to start breaking through the chrysalis, and then he is going to spread his wings, and he's going to be a big, beautiful, potential champion butterfly. That's what I do predict is going to happen because CP3 and Devin Booker are a fantastic cocoon for this man because he doesn't have to take a leadership role. Does that make sense, Stone? Is that fair? Yeah, 100% makes sense, and I think that's the way it's going to play out. I thought the analogy was spot on, too, oddly. Um, I do love me. Are you getting teary, Stone? I mean, no, I'm he not loves, getting he, teary at he, all. He loves, he loves the butterfly lifespan. They're such beautiful <laughs> creatures. I don't blame him. But I think when you look around the league, <laughs> like... <laughs> When you looked at Brooklyn, right, obviously no vocal leaders, but there are teams who get it done without having vocal leaders. Like, and I think they wanted to be led by a staff like Steve Nash and then just kind of stay in your own lane and let your actions do the talking. I mean, Boston Celtics, right, who's the leader of that team? Is it 42-year-old Al Horford? Is it a guy like Grant Williams? Is no, it- I think in that locker room, Al Horford is the, with Jason Tatum starting to learn how to use his voice, but Al Horford is an important piece of that locker room. Forget on the floor. He'll do stuff here and there. Sure. But in the locker room, Al Horford is wildly important. Shout and out, just, DR. Shout out, UD. 
Yeah, I mean, 100% shout out UD. Let's go to the Denver Nuggets, right? Nikola Jovic, uh, favorite to win the MVP right now. Who's the vocal leader in that locker room? Because it's not him. A lot of the times he lets the actions do this. That's a good point. Who who would be uh, the vocal leader for the Nuggets? It's a bunch of grown-ass adults who get in there, handle their business, and win basketball but games. But it's clear that, that KD and Kyrie and James Harden just aren't, aren't capable of that. Like, they're not. I, I guess they're just not grown-ass adults. And let's go to the Clippers. I mean, please tell me who the vocal leader on that team is. Like, you have to try I, to tell me. Uh, that's, well, there's a reason they're not going to win a championship. Sure, but, I mean, they're still, what, third, fourth, or, or I guess they're when, sitting at sixth Ka- in the West. When but- Kawhi won a championship, he had a whole ass, like, actually big ass Kyle Lowry in that locker room. That was the guy, boy. which is really, really thick boy. Thick! <laughs> but what's really frustrating about Kyle Lowry is that leadership hasn't then, um, it, it hasn't translated to the heat locker room, which is really really irritating and odd right because it seems like a perfect odd right seems like a perfect fit and and to the point where heat fans and me included want kyle lowry to be traded i mean he's 100 out i don't think any of us want him to stay but my point was in general i I think the three guys came together in brooklyn they're not vocal guys but they wanted to let their play do the talking for them just didn't pan out uh so to you who or what is the biggest failure or underachiever in sports Put it in the underachiever category or the failure category. Nets, failure category. Uh, the the LA Angels, underachiever category. Dwight Howard? Failure. Everywhere. In Orlando sports, I suppose, failure category. No, everywhere. Every, he, I, I, did he I do know. anything? Oh, he did great with the, with the Atlanta Hawks. He did great. And then he did great with, at the time, the Hornets, too, right? <laughs> he did fantastic there. Oh, you hate him so much. And then so he much. wasn't even, like, part of the starting five on the Lakers. To, to you. a championship. Who or what is the biggest failure or underachiever in sports? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Twitter, yeah, it's there for you. At KLV1063. We'll continue to take your calls. Hang on with us. We got you when we come back. Kevin Durant is a member of the Phoenix Suns. Kyle Lowry still on the Miami Heat. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Jar in the Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Hey, is there a damn Super Bowl happening Sunday? You would never know it. Somehow, some way, and I don't care what you people say about the NBA. Oh, they travel all the time. Oh, super teams. Oh, I don't like the game. I don't like the sport. I don't like LeBron. The NBA has found a way to, to eclipse the damned Super Bowl. Let's not use Eclipse. Let's, let's use Hijack. I just totally hijacked <laughs> it. Like, Name me one thing with this Super Bowl that's more interesting right now than Kevin Durant being traded to the Phoenix Suns or Kyrie debuting with the Dallas Mavericks last night and filling up buckets. Rihanna. That's the thing, though. Entertainment. Rihanna. Rihanna. But it's not sports related. I got one. Her press conference is today. And that's the most. I can't wait. <laughs> press conference. Like her, I know it's silly, right? Her press conference <laughs> is I hope today. She just stares and into that's the, the mic. most notable thing that's happened surrounding the Super Bowl in in seven days. What? Are, what? Where? You, you Stone, you're a nerd. Yeah. You follow all this stuff at all times because you have nothing better to do. What is your? What would be the Super Bowl storyline that exceeds anything with the NBA right now, or is at least poking its little head through? Yeah, poking its little head through here. I'm gonna go that there is projected to be 5.1 billion, mm-hmm. billion with a B dollars bet on this game. Billion, billion, billion. 
But that, you see, that's not sports related. That's not bigger news. That's sports business related. Yeah. That's, okay. That's not bigger game. It's not a bigger game storyline than what's happening Let with me the try NBA again. Right Let me now. try again. Okay, we're going to go. Travis Kelsey's and Jason Kelsey's mother. There you go. Woo! That's a good one, Stone. That's a good one. That's like old. Did you see she was giving him cookies <laughs> like yesterday? It was the cutest thing. I mean, it's Kevin Durant or it's Travis and Jason's mother. I mean, really, where are you going here? And Rihanna. I'm going to I'm gonna ask, if you were if you were in the Super Bowl, right? If you were in, if you were in the Super Bowl, and obviously most of you want your parents there, want your mom there, I it's a special know. moment. <laughs> Would you want your mom though, like in the middle of like media scrums and in front of people running up on you with cookies? Honestly, I don't think I would have a choice. Like, can't you leave them at the hotel? My mommy would find a way to be there and speak for me. <laughs> and it, oh yeah, I was going to say it would be loud as hell. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to talk to my daughter? Uh-huh. I'm like, mommy, I'm working. No. Who is this one? He's cute. Are you a doctor? That's the way it would go. <laughs> oh, of course. God. You'd want your parents in the mix. Don't lie. No, 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 no. For sure. But do I need, would I want Joyce running up on me while I'm working with cookies? And the answer to that is no. And I love Joyce. I love my mom. But can't we do this at the in the hotel, in the lobby? Do we have to do this here? Because it was clearly like a stunt too, right? Like she, it was a publicity stunt. She's coming up to Travis and Jason with 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 cookies. She was put up to it, so they're not even from the heart. You don't know that. You're just you discrediting somebody's mother. I'm just assuming. She is probably so proud of these two who are probably <laughs> delinquent child who we, grew up we get and it. are now. She wins a Super Bowl I'm so ring no tired. matter what. I'm so tired of this Kelsey storyline. We get it. They're brothers and they're playing against each other. It is the cutest. They're actually not even playing against one another. They're on the opposing teams. They're not going to be on the field at the same time. Stop discrediting this beautiful like, story. It was Ken. cool at first, but Old man. <laughs> you know what people are also tired of? This freak show, Kyrie Irving, who hogs every headline every two weeks about wanting to do this and do that and do this and do that. And here we are. Oh, you, you're you're triggered. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. Can't yes, you are. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh, yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you are not. Oh, man. Well done. It, it, that, that will stand the test of time. That will forever, ever be a part of this show. The greatest sports debate ever. J. Will, Stephen A. Smith with this. No, you're not. Oh, yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you are not. Two men who get paid millions of dollars, and that is the product. Uh, to you, who or what is the biggest failure or underachiever in sports? 888-760-3776. 760 Three, seven, seven, six. Stone, where are we going to? We got Leo in Riviera Beach. Uh, I think we just dropped uh, Leo. We'll uh, we'll try and get him back on here. Uh, who, who to, to you, who or what is the biggest failure underachiever in sports? Let's go to social media, at KLV1063. Dane tweets in, that Eagles super team with Vince Young, oh. that was horrible. Wow. And almost every Yankees team that has outspent everybody. The New York Yankees are definitely underachievers. The New York Yankees, over the past 12 to 13 years, are totally in the underachiever category. That's not up for debate. Yeah, I don't think it's up for debate. The talent, the resources, and what do they do? They still go back to how the Astros stole the pennant from them because they cheated. I'll fight everyone. If you're the New York Yankees, that's so embarrassing that you keep going back to that. Mm-hmm. You keep going back to that. What happened? What 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 happened this? What happened this year? What happened? Oh, oh, oh yeah, you got your heads kicked in. 
by that same Astros team. Exactly. It was beautiful. That is, um, that is what happened. Yeah, the Yankees are definitely, definitely underachievers. It's a great one. Hey, I, I know Heat fans are upset, and, and Billy tweets in, the Heat, Riley doesn't have it anymore. No. I, you can't say that after coming one shot away from going to the finals last year that the Heat are underachievers. In fact, I would argue last year's team, the Heat overachieved. Now, if you want to call the Heat underachievers from uh, what they've been able to acquire after being rumored to be in on all of these superstars over the last five, six years, and the one they've pulled off is the sign-and-trade for Jimmy Butler, I'll give you that. When it comes to acquiring the whale, getting the guy, the Heat from a front office perspective have been underachievers. But on the floor, no way. There is not a single argument you can make to, to have the, the Heat listed as underachievers. Has this year been rough? Yes. Does it look like they're going to be overly active at the trade deadline? No. But is this still a playoff team? Uh-huh. Can you say that they're underachievers? No freaking way. Yeah, that guy suffers from recency bias. Obviously, 670 days since uh, Miami Heat have made a trade. I was going to say, there's something to it. Yeah, but that, that's what Pat I said, Pat Riley though. was given the name The Godfather, and he hasn't really has, lived up to that. Has height. Pat Riley underachieved? Sure. Okay. But that's where Spo comes in. That's where uh, Heat Culture comes in, which, by the way, created by Pat Riley, so you got to give him a little credit there. And so Pat Riley, from a, a pure executive standpoint, yeah, you can say he's underachieved a bit. And like you said, Stone, how many days? How many days since, uh, since the deal, the trade that delivered Jimmy Butler to, uh, to, the, to the Heat? 676. It's a long time. It's a long it's two years. time. It's almost, yeah. And, and you think about some of the, the money he's given to Tyler Johnson and to Duncan Robinson. Robinson. Yep. Uh, it's bad. Those are, those are bad deals. <laughs> Going to get Kyle Lowry. I get it. But the, te- the Heat as an organization, as a team, as a productive winning unit, no way. It, it, Heat fans are really, really spoiled. It, I, if, you, if you're looking at the teams down here, you've got the Marlins who are a non-factor. Right, they're just a total non-factor. The Panthers, total non-factor. I wouldn't say that. They're a non-factor. The Panthers are a non-factor. They had a fun year last year, and now they're just mediocre. They're back to Panther mediocrity. You've got the Dolphins that a lot of people pay attention to them. Speaking of underachievers, I even put them in the failure category. I don't think that's fair, too. Why not? They haven't won a playoff game in 20 years. They haven't won a playoff game in 20 years, Jeanette. Like, that's failing. That is is epic failing. Okay, if you're doing overall, yeah, but if if you're just going to target last season, that's not fair to the Dolphins. No, 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 but I'm talking about, like, the last two decades. They haven't won a playoff game. They've they've played in two, and they've hosted one. And I think this last season, like, epitomized everything. We were 8-3 and at one point. Right. And, and then three. what happened? I mean, Stone and I, Stone and I were no, looking why? for hotels. Failure. Why? Failure. Oh, if you can not help players get injured, that'd be great. He hurt his back. It was his back first. Two at Tonga Vailoa injured Everybody his knows. back. And Everybody knows he had a back injury. Quote, unquote, concussed? For well, a twice. Twice. Not three times, twice. Exactly. Yeah. Two concussions, one back so, injury. So, give it some grace. I want to take it back to 2007. When, uh... Turn him back the clock. Were you even born? Yes, I was. 2007, when I, when I started here at ESPN West Palm, all the way back in yesteryear. Let's go to 2007, Ken, NBA draft. What was the biggest failure that we've seen, if you could recall? Oh, God. 2007? Uh, this is a young, skinny boy coming out of Texas. Oh, that's Kevin Durant. That is Kevin Durant. And the other fella? 
Darko Milicic? Greg Odom. Greg Odom. Oh, Ohio State. Getting picked over Kevin Durant. <laughs> Looking back now, has got to be one. And how it all played out, yeah. I, I think that's got to be in the discussion. And Darko came out <gasps> the same year as LeBron did. Yes. Darko came out the same year as, uh, <laughs> as LeBron did. How did, how did. how did that go, Detroit? Um, but, but uh, yeah. Now, now, in all fairness to, to Greg Oden, like Jeanette was mentioning with, with injuries this year for the Dolphins, injuries derailed him as well. That said, you've got to know where the game is going. You've <laughs> got to know where the direction the game is headed. And Kevin Durant... As a seven-foot wing with unlimited range who was silky smooth his one year at Texas, you should have known that he was probably the evolution of the game. And Greg Oden, those big guys, you're always worried about feet. You're always worried about knees. You're always worried about backs. And sure enough, it took no time at all for that to show itself in Portland. No time at all. Yeah, that's... Metaphorically, that's like a turning point of the NBA overall. For sure. For sure. Uh, it, I mean, it is, it, and 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 think about it too. It would have, it would have risen Seattle back into relevance. <laughs> so then they moved to Oklahoma City, and that's how the Thunder became a household name, is because of Kevin Durant, because of the decision uh, from Portland to draft Greg Oden. That opened up Kevin Durant to Seattle, then on to Oklahoma City, and the rest is history. But that game, KD's game, I mean, Jeanette, you're totally right. That was that 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 is is the building block of a of a trajectory in the NBA that we now know as KD, who's one of the best pure scorers. You want to talk about scoring, best scorers? KD is right up there as one of the most electric, most five-tooled scorers in the history of the game. Maybe even more so than LeBron. Mm-hmm. If it's, he's a he's a more pure shooter than LeBron is. I would say I would rather have KD over LeBron, given certain circumstances. As far as shooting the basketball? Yeah. Or oh, putting the ball sure. in the cup? Yeah, I think the answer is easy. Yeah. 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 Uh, we won't fight that. Not at all. Le- LeBron, I think part of his allure, though, is that he's able to do what he does with sheer brute force still at his age, where what's what frustrates people sometimes about KD is his size, but he's not a physical player, right? He's he's a finesse player. He's a finesse seven-footer. The Slim Reaper. Who plays on the wing or wants to play <laughs> on the wing. That's his nickname. You've never heard that? You've never heard that? No. Oh, it's one of the great nicknames, man. For uh, some reason. <laughs> but the way Stone just throws it out there, hell yeah, man, Slim Reaper, like like Katie's his boy. Uh, who or what <laughs> the biggest failure underachiever in sports? The Yankees, underachievers. Angels, underachievers. Brooklyn Nets, failure. Two big threes that were a failure since the Nets went from New Jersey to Brooklyn. That's hard to do. The Dolphins, yeah, failure. Big time failure time. Taking Greg Oden. Over Kevin Durant, failure. Who are one of the biggest failure underachievers in sports? Tim Legler said the Nets, that might be the biggest underachievement in the history of sports. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And keep in mind, Tim Legler said that, and sports used to be a, a grown man fighting a lion. And sometimes the grown man would win in a, a, a gladiator pit. That lion, what a failure. If you're getting killed, if you're getting killed by one single solitary man in a gladiator fight and you're a whole ass lion and you're slayed by a man, a human being, Russell like that's sports period. <laughs> right. And that that's sports too. Tim Legler is saying that the Brooklyn Nets, and he might be right, the Brooklyn Nets with their big three 
lasting 16 games together, and now they're all in different places. That might be a bigger underachievement than a whole lion, a whole grown lion losing to a man. I'm just saying. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. What am I talking about? Joe is in Jupiter. What's up, Joe? Hello, everyone. Hello. Hey, Joe. <laughs> Before I get to my biggest underachiever uh, topic, can I say something about Kyrie real quick? Please do, Joe. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure you probably know where I'm going with this. Uh-huh. Other than last, I've, I've never watched a full game of his, like, paid really a close attention to his moves and everything other than highlights that we all see because he's always been in the, you know, the Eastern Conference and doesn't play the Mavericks very often. He's really good. That's all i got to say about that. He's, I know everything else that goes with You know, he's very good. Oh, my gosh. If you can get fully he, he engaged Kyrie. faster than everybody. Yeah. He, Go ahead. He's, his handle is the best in the league. His finishing at the rim is it's arguably insane. the best in the league. There's no doubt that if you can get an engaged Kyrie, a Kyrie that is ready to go for the final three months of the season, but as we said the other day, Stone, like you're only getting Kyrie in like three-month increments. You can only get a normal Kyrie yeah. in three-month increments, so you better enjoy this and hope he maximizes it. But if you have a fully engaged Kyrie, there's no doubt in my mind the Mavs can at the very least get back to the Western Conference Finals. I can't wait for Friday night because I think Luke was playing that night, and it's um, I don't know who they're playing, but anyways, okay. My biggest colossal failure. I mean, obviously, 27 years of the Cowboys not <laughs> doing anything yeah. since 1995 <laughs> would be my grand picture. But I can go back to one year, 2007. Tony Romo playing at his highest level. Terrell Owens playing out of his mind. Our defense, everything was great, both sides of the ball. Number one seed, we get the bye. And then we lose at home to the Giants, who eventually go to the Super Bowl. That was that was devastating, a colossal failure, and losing to the Giants that January, I think, would be my colossal failure. And the Cowboys not even getting out of the out of the first round would be my my uh, number one take of the past twenty seven years. Other than all the other stuff that we all know about, <laughs> that, it's that's just the, every year. That's the one you know? that uh, that that hurt the most. Uh, the Cowboys. Do you classify them if the Dolphins are failures? Do you cast, classify the Cowboys or failure or underachiever? Underachiever. Underachiever. Because at least they're going to the playoffs, and they won a playoff game. I know. On the road. Oh, yeah. You know, and by like, a, the Bucks. like a 28-point margin or something. That's great. Thank you. <laughs> Fantastic. But uh, also, uh, I don't know if Joe and Jupiter knows about this, but Luca's jumper is so popular, it's actually referenced in a Bad Bunny song. Really? Yeah, it's not the cleanest Bad Bunny song. I'm sure Joe doesn't know that. But just so you know, his jumper is so yeah. iconic. I mean, Joe. Joe seems and made it like, into a Bad Bunny song. I mean, Joe is cool and all, but he doesn't strike me as uh, someone who is. Uh, and it's actually the Bad title Bunny. of the song, La Jumpa. Oh. Which tra- which translates to the jumper. Oh, okay. So, I'm, there you I'm go. Glad, well, you can you. There's can some Bad Bunny. Impress history. your family and friends <laughs> with Jeanette's Bad Bunny trivia. Who or what's the biggest <laughs> failure underachiever in sports? 888 uh, 7603776. 888-760-3776. Real quick, ballpark of the Palm Beaches. It is the home of the world champion Houston Astros and by extension the home of Jeanette Javier. She will be hosting games, spring training games for the Astros. Also the home of the Washington Nationals. What a beautiful gem of a ballpark. The ballpark of the Palm Beaches spring training just weeks away. My God, it's coming on so quick. Mm-hmm. Ballpark palmbeaches.com ballparkpalmbeaches.com get your tickets the Yankees come through the Red Sox come through you can have an 
outstanding afternoon, evening with the family, with your boys, with your friends at the ballpark at the Palm Beaches. Spring training is for everyone. Home of the Astros and the Nationals. Go to ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Get your tickets. That's ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Breaking news, the Milwaukee Bucks have sent five second-round picks to Brooklyn for Jay Crowder. Five second-round picks for Jay Crowder. Five. Five. What are, where are they even coming up with the parameters for these deals? So there's one more uh, a guy I wanted for the Heat that uh, that's not going to happen. I mean, the, the Heat could have done five seconds, right? They could have done five second round picks. <sighs> it's so frustrating. Yeah, Pat Riley's not. Pat, wake up. She's Jeanette Javier. <laughs> I'm Ken LeVick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. The more I think about it, the more it would have been driven me crazy if the Heat gave up five second-round picks for Jay Crowder. Like, that's actually ridiculous. There's no way Jay Crowder, as much as I like him and as key a part as he was to the Heat bubble experience, there's no way he's worth five second-round picks. Like, just stop it. Stop it. This all ends with with Russ going to the Heat, right? I think ultimately. This is all going to end with Russell Westbrook being on the Heat. There have been plenty of people who have said it, said how it's going to get done, why it's going to get done. It's a matter of uh, actually happening. How are you going to feel when it does? At this point, just bleep it. Like, Let's go crazy. This isn't a title team, so let's just get silly with it. Yeah, and I don't think there's anybody besides na, na, Jimmy and Bam when he's playing well that can attack the rim. As, as much as Russ can. Like, I think they need that that penetrator. Yeah, uh, but but attacking the rim and then turning it over, finish at the rim or not throwing it seven rows deep is an entirely different thing. And Russ really likes to do that. And Russ still thinks he's that guy, right? So, I don't know. But it can't be any worse, right? Like, it can't be any worse than how this offense looks at times. Yeah, Gabe Vincent is a plus-minus fool out there. I mean, it's garbage, the minutes that he's giving the heat right now. You, you can't jinx it like that. I mean, I do think that Russ probably, him him or John Wall, him or John Wall, that's what's happening for the Heat. That's my prediction. Uh, the Heat will will have a, a Russell Westbrook or a John Wall at point by the end of the day. God help us. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, they have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. Two guys yesterday said something insane. Whose comment was more absolutely mind-blowing, mind-bogglingly absurd? We'll find out when we come back. It is a true battle of the titans when we return. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the 
Savage are in the Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. Hey, is there a damn Super Bowl happening Sunday? You would never know it. Somehow, some way, and I don't care what you people say about the NBA. Oh, they travel all the time. Oh, super teams. Oh, I don't like the game. I don't like the sport. I don't like LeBron. The NBA has found a way to to eclipse the damned Super Bowl. Let's not use eclipse. Let's let's use hijack. I just totally hijacked (laughs) it. Like. Name me one thing with this Super Bowl that's more interesting right now than Kevin Durant being traded to the Phoenix Suns or Kyrie debuting with the Dallas Mavericks last night and filling up buckets. Rihanna. That's the thing, though. Entertainment. Rihanna. Rihanna. But it's not sports related. I got one. Her press conference is today. And that's the most... I can't wait. Press conference. Like her, I know, it's silly, right? Her press conference <laughs> is today. Just stares and into And that's the, the most notable thing that's happened surrounding the Super Bowl in in seven days. What are, what, where, where, you, you, Stone, you're a nerd. Yeah. You follow all this stuff at all times because you have nothing better to do. What is your? What would be the Super Bowl storyline that exceeds anything with the NBA right now or is at least poking its little head through? Yeah, poking its little head through here. I'm going to go that there is projected to be 5.1 billion. Mm-hmm. Billion with a B. Dollars bet on this game. Billion, billion, billion. But that, you see, that's not sports related. That's not bigger news. That's sports business related. Yeah. That's, okay. That's not bigger game. It's not a bigger game storyline than what's happening Let with the NBA again. right Let me try now. again. Let me try again. Okay, we're going to go. Travis Kelsey's and Jason Kelsey's mother. There you go. Woo! I that one. That's a but good that's one, like Stone. That's a good news. one. That's like old. Did you see she was giving them cookies <laughs> like yesterday? It was the cutest thing. I mean, it's Kevin Durant or it's Travis and Jason's mother. I mean, really, where are you going here? And Rihanna. I'm going to I'm gonna ask. If you were, if you were in the Super Bowl, right? If you were in, if you were in the Super Bowl, and obviously most of you want your parents there, want your mom there, I it's a special know. moment. <laughs> Would you want your mom though, like, in the middle of like media scrums and in front of people running up on you with cookies? Honestly, I don't think I would have a choice. But can't you leave them at the hotel? My mommy would find a way to be there and speak for me. <laughs> and it, I was say, it would be loud as hell. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to talk to my daughter? Uh-huh. I'm like, mommy, I'm working. No. Who is this one? He's cute. Are you a doctor? That's the way it would go. <laughs> oh, of course. God. You'd want your parents in the mix. Don't lie. No, 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 no. For sure. But do I need, would I want Joyce running up on me while I'm working with cookies? And the answer to that is no. And I love Joyce. I love my mom. But can't we do this at the in the hotel, in the lobby? Do we have to do this here? Because it was clearly like a stunt too, right? Like she, it was a publicity stunt. She's coming up to Travis and Jason with 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 cookies. She was put up to it, so they're not even from the heart. You don't know that. You're just you discrediting somebody's mother. I'm just assuming she is probably so proud of these two who are probably <laughs> delinquent child who we, grew up we get and it. are now. She wins a Super Bowl I'm so ring no tired. matter what. I'm so tired of this Kelsey storyline. We get it. They're brothers and they're playing against each other. It is the cutest. They're actually not even playing against one another. They're on the opposing teams. They're not going to be on the field at the same time. Stop discrediting this beautiful like, story. It was Ken. cool at first, but Old man. You, you know what people are also tired of? This freak show, Kyrie Irving, who hogs every headline every two weeks about wanting to do this and do that and do this and do that. And here we are. Oh, you, you're you're triggered. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. Cancel yes, you Kyrie. are. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh, yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you are not. Oh, man. Well done. It, it, that, that will stand the test of time. That will forever, ever be a part of this show. The greatest sports debate ever. J. Will, Stephen A. Smith with 
this. No, you're not. Oh, yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you are not. Two men who get paid millions of dollars, and that is the product. Uh, to you, who or what is the biggest failure or underachiever in sports? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Stone, where are we going to? We got Leo in Riviera Beach. Uh, I think we just dropped uh, Leo. We'll uh, we'll try and get him back on here. Uh, who who to, to you? Who or what is the biggest failure underachiever in sports? Let's go to social media at KLV one zero six three. Dane tweets in that Eagles super team with Vince Young. Oh. That was horrible. Wow. And almost every Yankees team that has outspent everybody. The New York Yankees are definitely underachievers. The New York Yankees. Over the past 12 to 13 years are totally in the underachiever category. That's not up for debate. Yeah, I don't think it's up for debate. The talent, the resources, and what do they do? They still go back to how the Astros stole the pennant from them because they cheated. I'll fight everyone. If you're the New York Yankees, that's so embarrassing that you keep going back to that. (laughs) You keep... Going back to that, what happened? What 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 happened this? What happened this year? What happened? Oh, oh, oh yeah, you got your heads kicked in by that same Astros team. Exactly, it was beautiful. That is um, that is what happened. Yeah, the Yankees are definitely definitely underachievers. It's a great one. Hey, I I know Heat fans are upset, and and Billy tweets in the Heat. Riley doesn't have it anymore. No. You can't say that after coming one shot away from going to the finals last year that the Heat are underachievers. In fact, I would argue last year's team, the Heat overachieved. Now, if you want to call the Heat underachievers from uh, what they've been able to acquire after being rumored to be in on all of these superstars over the last five, six years, and the one they've pulled off is the sign and trade for Jimmy Butler, I'll give you that when it comes to acquiring the whale getting the guy, the Heat from a front office perspective, have been underachievers. But on the floor, no way. There is not a single argument you can make to to have the the Heat listed as underachievers. Has this year been rough? Yes. Does it look like they're going to be overly active at the trade deadline? No. But is this still a playoff team? Uh Uh-huh. Can you say that they're underachievers? No freaking way. Yeah, that guy suffers from recency bias. Obviously, 670 days since uh, Miami Heat have made a trade. I was going to say, there's something to it. Yeah, but that, that's what Pat I said, Pat Riley though. was given the name The Godfather, and he hasn't really has, lived up to that. Has height. Pat Riley underachieved? Sure. Okay. But that's where Spo comes in. That's where uh, Heat Culture comes in, which, by the way, created by Pat Riley, so you got to give him a little credit there. And so Pat Riley, from a, a pure executive standpoint, yeah, you can say he's underachieved a bit. And like you said, Stone, how many days? How many days since uh, since the deal, the trade that delivered Jimmy Butler to uh, to the to the Heat? Six hundred and seventy six. It's a long time. That's a long it's two years. Time. It's almost yeah. And, and you think about some of the the money he's given to Tyler Johnson and to Duncan Robinson. Robinson. Yep. Uh, it's bad. Those are those are bad deals. <laughs> Going to get Kyle Lowry. I get it. But the, te- the Heat as an organization, as a team, as a productive winning unit, no way. It, it, Heat fans are really, really spoiled. It, I, if, you, if you're looking at the teams down here, you've got the Marlins who are a non-factor. Right? They're just a total non-factor. The Panthers, total non-factor. I wouldn't say that. They're a non-factor. The Panthers are a non-factor. They had a fun year last year, and now they're just 
mediocre. They're back to Panther mediocrity. You've got the Dolphins that a lot of people pay attention to them. Speaking of underachievers, I even put them in the failure category. I don't think that's fair, too. Why not? They haven't won a playoff game in 20 years. They haven't won a playoff game in 20 years, Jeanette. Like, that's failing. That is is epic failing. Okay, if you're doing overall, yeah, but if if you're just going to target last season, that's not fair to the Dolphins. Yeah, no, 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 but I'm talking about, like, the last two decades. They haven't won a playoff game. They've they've played in two, and they've hosted one. And I think this last season, like, epitomized everything. We were 8-3 at one point. Right. And, and then three. what happened? I mean, Stone Failure. and I, Stone and I were no, looking why? for hotel. Failure. Why? Failure. Oh, if you cannot help players get injured, that'd be great. He hurt his back. It was his back first. Tua Tungavailoa injured Everybody his knows. back. And Everybody knows he had a back injury. Quote unquote concussed for well, a couple. Twice, twice, not three times, twice. Exactly. Yeah, two concussions, one back so, injury. So give it some grace. <sighs> I want to take it back to 2007 when uh. Oh, t- turn him back the clock. Were you even born? Yes, I was. 2007, when I when I started here at ESPN West Palm, all the way back in yesteryear. Let's go to 2007, Ken, NBA draft. What was the biggest failure that we've seen, if you could recall? Oh, God. 2007? Uh, this is a young, skinny boy coming out of Texas. Oh, uh, that's Kevin Durant. That is Kevin Durant. And the other fella? Darko Milicic? Greg Odom. Greg Ode, oh, Ohio State. Getting picked over Kevin Durant. <laughs> Looking back now has got to be one. And, and how it all played out, yeah. I, I think that's got to be in the discussion. And Darko came out <gasps> the same year as LeBron did. Yes. Darko came out the same year as, uh, <laughs> as LeBron did. How did, how did. how did that go, Detroit? Um, but, but uh, yeah. Now, now, in all fairness to, to Greg Oden, like Jeanette was mentioning with, with injuries this year for the Dolphins, injuries derailed him. As well. That said, you've got to know where the game is going. You've <laughs> got to know where the direction the game is headed. And Kevin Durant, as a seven foot wing with unlimited range, who was silky smooth his one year at Texas, you should have known that he was probably the evolution of the game. And Greg Oden, those big guys, you're always worried about feet, you're always worried about knees, you're always worried about backs. Yep. And sure enough, it took no time at all for that to show itself in Portland. No time at all. Yeah, that's historically that's like a turning point of the NBA. Yeah, overall. yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, it, I mean, it is, it, and 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 think about it too. It would have, it would have risen Seattle back into relevance. <laughs> so then. They moved to Oklahoma City, and that's how the Thunder became a household name is because of Kevin Durant, because of the decision uh, from Portland to draft Greg Oden. That opened up Kevin Durant to Seattle, then on to Oklahoma City, and the rest is history. But that game, KD's game, I mean, Jeanette, you're totally right. That was that, that, that is, is the building block of a, of a trajectory in the NBA that we now know as KD, who's one of the best pure scorers. You want to talk about scoring, best scorers. KD is right up there as one of the most electric, most five-tooled scorers in the history of the game. Maybe even more so than LeBron. Mm-hmm. If it's, he's, a, he's a more pure shooter than LeBron is. I would say I would rather have KD over LeBron given certain circumstances. As far as shooting the basketball? Yeah. Or oh, putting the ball sure. in the cup? Yeah, I think the answer is easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we won't fight that. Not at all. Le- LeBron, I think part of his allure, though, is that he's able to do what he does with sheer brute force still at his age, where what's what frustrates people sometimes about KD is his size, but he's not a physical player. 
right? He's he's a finesse player. He's a finesse seven footer. The Slim Reaper who plays on the wing or wants to play on the wing. That's his I've nickname. Never You've never heard, heard that? of that. You've never heard no. that? Oh, it's one of the great nicknames, man. For uh, some reason. <laughs> but the way Stone just throws it out there, hell yeah, man, Slim Reaper, like like Katie's his boy. Uh, who or what? <laughs> the biggest failure underachiever in sports? The Yankees underachievers. Angels underachievers. Brooklyn Nets failure. Two big threes that were a failure since the Nets went from New Jersey to Brooklyn. That's hard to do. The Dolphins, yeah, failure. Big time failure time. Taking Greg Oden over Kevin Durant, failure. Who were one of the biggest failure underachievers in sports? Tim Legler said the Nets, that might be the biggest underachievement in the history of sports. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. And keep in mind, Tim Legler said that in sports used to be a, a grown man fighting a lion. And sometimes the grown man would win in a, a, a gladiator pit. That lion, what a failure. If you're getting killed, if you're getting killed by one single solitary man in a gladiator fight and you're a whole ass lion and you're slayed by a man, a human being, Russell Crow. like that's sports <laughs> period. Right. And that that's sports too. Tim Legler is saying that the Brooklyn Nets, and he might be right, the Brooklyn Nets with their big three. Lasting 16 games together, and now they're all in different places. That might be a bigger underachievement than a whole lion, a whole grown lion losing to a man. I'm just saying. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. What am I talking about? Joe is in Jupiter. What's up, Joe? Hello, everyone. Hello. Hey, Joe. <laughs> Before I get to my biggest underachiever uh, topic, can I say something about Kyrie real quick? Please do, Joe. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure you probably know where I'm going with this. Uh-huh. Other than last, I've, I've never watched a full game of his, like paid really a close attention to his moves and everything other than highlights that we all see because he's always been in the, you know, the Eastern Conference and didn't play the Mavericks very often. He's really good. That's all i got to say about that. He's, I know everything else that goes with You know, he's very good. Oh, my gosh. If you can get fully he, he engaged Kyrie. faster than everybody. Yeah. He, Go ahead. He's, his handle is the best in the league. His finishing at the rim is it's arguably insane. the best in the league. There's no doubt that if you can get an engaged Kyrie, a Kyrie that is ready to go for the final three months of the season, but as we said the other day, Stone, like you're only getting Kyrie in like three-month increments. You can only get a normal Kyrie yeah. in three-month increments, so you better enjoy this and hope he maximizes it. But if you have a fully engaged Kyrie, there's no doubt in my mind the Mavs can at the very least get back to the Western Conference Finals. I can't wait for Friday night because I think Luke was playing that night. And it's, um, I don't know who they're playing. But anyways, okay. My biggest colossal failure, I mean, obviously 27 years of the Cowboys not <laughs> doing anything yeah. since 1995 <laughs> would be my grand picture. But I can go back to one year, 2007. Tony Romo playing at his highest level. Terrell Owens playing out of his mind. Our defense, everything was great, both sides of the ball. Number one seed, we get the bye. And then we lose at home to the Giants, who eventually go to the Super Bowl. That was that was devastating, a colossal failure. And losing to the Giants that January, I think, would be my colossal failure. And the Cowboys not even getting out of the out of the first round would be my my uh, number one take of the past twenty seven years. Other than all the other stuff that we all know about, you know? <laughs> that, that's it's just every one, year. That's the one though, that uh, that that hurt the most. Uh, the Cowboys. Do you classify them if the Dolphins are failures? Do you cast, classify the Cowboys or failure or underachiever? Underachiever. Underachiever. Because at least they're going to the playoffs. 
And they won a playoff game. I know. On the road. Oh, yeah. yeah. And by like sorry, a, not the Bucks. Like a 28-point margin or something. That's great. Thank you. <laughs> Fantastic. But uh, also, uh, I don't know if Joe and Jupiter knows about this, but Luca's jumper is so popular. It's actually referenced in a Bad Bunny song. Really? Yeah. It's not the cleanest Bad Bunny song. I'm sure Joe doesn't know that. But just so you know, his jumper is so yeah. iconic. I mean, Joe, Joe seems like... It made it like, into a Bad Bunny song. I mean, Joe is cool and all, but he doesn't strike me as uh, someone who is... Uh, and it's actually the Bad title Bunny. of the song, La Jumpa. Oh. Which, tra- which translates to the jumper. Oh, okay. So, I'm, there you I'm go. Glad, well, you can... You There's can some Bad Bunny Impress history. your family and friends <laughs> with Jeanette's Bad Bunny trivia. <laughs> Who were once the biggest failure underachiever in sports? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Uh, real quick, ballpark of the Palm Beaches. It is the home of the world champion Houston Astros and by extension the home of Jeanette Javier. She will be hosting games, spring training games for the Astros. Also the home of the Washington Nationals. What a beautiful gem of a ballpark. The ballpark of the Palm Beaches spring training just weeks away. My God, it's coming on so quick. Mm-hmm. Ballpark palmbeaches.com ballparkpalmbeaches.com get your tickets the Yankees come through the Red Sox come through you can have an outstanding afternoon evening with the family with your boys with your friends at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches spring training is for everyone home of the Astros and the Nationals go to ballparkpalmbeaches.com get your tickets that's ballparkpalmbeaches.com breaking news the Milwaukee Bucks have sent five second round picks to Brooklyn for Jay Crowder Five second-round picks for Jay Crowder. Five. Five. What are, where are they even coming up with the parameters for these deals? So there's one more uh, a guy I wanted for the Heat that uh, that's not going to happen. I mean, the, the Heat could have done five seconds, right? They could have done five second-round picks. <sighs> it's so frustrating. Yeah, Pat Riley's not. Pat, wake up. She's Jeanette Javier. <laughs> I'm Ken LeVick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. The more I think about it, the more it would have been driven me crazy if the Heat gave up five second-round picks for Jay Crowder. Like, that's actually ridiculous. There's no way Jay Crowder, as much as I like him and as key a part as he was to the Heat bubble experience, there's no way he's worth five second-round picks. Like, just stop it. Stop it. This all ends with with Russ going to the Heat, right? I think ultimately. This right? is all going to end with Russell Westbrook being on the Heat. There have been plenty of people who have said it, said how it's going to get done, why it's going to get done. It's a matter of uh, actually happening. How are you going to feel when it does? At this point, just bleep it. Like, let's go crazy. This isn't a title team, so let's just get silly with it. Yeah, and I don't think there's anybody besides <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> Bam when he's playing well that can attack the rim. As as much as Russ can, like I think they need that that penetrate. Yeah, uh, but but attacking the rim and then turning it over, finish at the rim, or not throwing it seven rows deep is an entirely different thing. And Russ really likes to do that. And Russ still thinks he's that guy, right? So I don't know, but it can't be any worse, right? Like it can't be any worse than how this offense looks at times. Yeah, Gabe Vincent is a plus minus fool out there. I mean, it's garbage the minutes that he's giving the Heat right now. You, you can't jinx it like that. I mean, I do think that Russ probably, him him or John Wall, him or John Wall, that's what's happening for the Heat. That's my prediction. Uh, the Heat will will have a, a Russell Westbrook or a John Wall at point by the end of the day. God help us. 
Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash orthocare today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic Foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. For more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. Two guys yesterday said something insane. Whose comment was more absolutely mind-blowing, mind-bogglingly absurd We'll find out when we come back. It is a true battle of the titans when we return. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. The more I think about it, the more it would have been driven me crazy if the Heat gave up five second-round picks for Jay Crowder. Like, that's actually ridiculous. There's no way Jay Crowder, as much as I like him and as key a part as he was to the Heat bubble experience, there's no way he's worth five second-round picks. Like, just stop it. Stop it. This all ends with with Russ going to the Heat, right? I think ultimately. This right? is all going to end with Russell Westbrook being on the Heat. There have been plenty of people who have said it, said how it's going to get done, why it's going to get done. It's a matter of uh, actually happening. How are you going to feel when it does? At this point, just bleep it. Like, let's go crazy. This isn't a title team, so let's just get silly with it. Yeah, and I don't think there's anybody besides Jimmy and Bam when he's playing well that can attack the rim as as much as Russ can. Like, I think they need that that penetrate. Yeah, uh, but but attacking the rim and then turning it over, finish at the rim, or not throwing it seven rows deep is an entirely different thing. And Russ really likes to do that. And Russ still thinks he's that guy, right? So. I don't know. But it can't be any worse, right? Like, it can't be any worse than how this offense looks at times. Yeah, Gabe Vincent is a plus-minus fool out there. I mean, it's garbage, the minutes that he's giving the heat right now. You, you can't jinx it like that. I mean, I do think that Russ probably, him, him or John Wall, him or John Wall, that's what's happening for the Heat. That's my prediction. Uh, the Heat will, will have a, a Russell Westbrook or a John Wall at point by the end of the day. God help us. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic Foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. For more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. Two guys yesterday said something insane. Whose comment was more absolutely mind-blowing, mind-bogglingly absurd We'll find out when we come back. It is a true battle of the titans when we return. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.